Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Crown time as we drop the top story on you. BT and Sal. Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata Show. Sal is out. Keith is in. Listen, I mean, there's there's ominous stuff, and then there's just stuff where it's like next level. Certain teams seem to get the breaks. Certain teams seem to have everything cave in on them. You know, the Rodgers injury going down four plays in. From a Mets perspective, the DeGrom stuff with the scapula you know, all the injuries, Diaz the last year, the WBC. It is February 22nd, and shortly after getting on the air today, right around 10.02, 10.03, David Stern sat in the Mets' dugout, and he didn't deliver a death blow to Kodai Singh's season because mm, there's a belief that he will be back. But you have to understand, and it's about the shoulder, not the elbow, which I believe is far worse. Your ace right now for a rotation with all due respect, was not going to be very good anyway, has already been stuffed in an MRI machine, and he, as you we, you have, as Mets fans, have already been told that he will not pitch on opening day. How in the world can we conjure up an ounce of positivity, Keith? <clears throat> and we're trying. You, you can't. Uh, I just keep reading tweets. I'm always on Twitter. I'm reading what Mets fans are saying. They're, they're, it's almost like they're they're laughing it off because it's like, they're comparing it to Aaron Rodgers. They're going back to past years. I saw someone just reference Cespedes and some of the other random oh, the different Cespedes things. Stuff, like yeah. it's like with the horse. Oh the baseball God. gods are real, man. Maybe I don't know. I I don't know. I don't want to lean into it because yeah. I get a lot of the uh, slings and arrows. I get a lot of the hate from the Mets fans online. I enjoy it. Not gonna lie, I've gotten used to it. I just block and mute a lot of it. But it's like, man. Uh, you can't it's suffocating. It. Yeah, you can't escape. It. Suffocating. Listen, so we knew, Hoff, when did you tell us this morning? We'll get back to these calls here. I want to get to the Julius Randle stuff coming up next segment as well. You told us right around 940 or 950 that Stearns was going to speak, right? Yeah, around that time. So my first, right around there, 930 maybe the earliest. So we only knew about a half an hour or so before we actually got on the air here. And I said to, to Keith, I said to Hop, I said to CeeLo, I said, think about this logically. And we knew that Sanga was, you know, a little bit of an issue yesterday. When the general met, when the GM the next day 
is convening the media and communicating whatever he's about to communicate. He's not going to do that if everything's fine. He's just not. He's like, oh, we're good. You know. So you just knew that it had a twinge of of negativity. Yes, it could have been worse. He could have said, God forbid, we found um, a labrum tear. He's out for the year. Reconstructive. Of course, there's worse aspects to it. But, man, that's for this staff, that is just, that's rough. All right, let's get back to you guys. Danny's in Lafayette, BT and South. Dan, what's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Okay, Dan. Good. Thanks for calling. Hey, real quick, uh, best wishes for Sal. I love that guy. He's the best, absolutely, no doubt. So I'm curious if anyone has looked into uh, Steve Cohen's um, credit score. Maybe the uh, credit bureaus are after him for some money on some payments that he hasn't been making. That's why he ain't spending money on his baseball team. Well, I mean, that's that's a thought. It's, it's you know, I don't know. I, I'm fairly savvy, you know, in terms of investing, but I don't know what the hell his portfolio looks like. I, I can barely manage my own with the kids and the 529 funds in retirement. But I, I, I've i got a rudimentary sense of that, but I'm, I'm not going to dive into that aspect, Dan. Look at it this way. I <sighs> Steve Cohen is incredibly wealthy because he's no dummy. And I understand, I could sit here and, and, and Keith, you could probably say the same thing. Like if the Yankees were in a predicament where they just seemed lifeless going into a season and we were worth $15 billion, I, I'm pretty sure that you and I would be saying regularly, come on, dude. I mean, you're worth if, if I had that money and I owned the Yankees, I'd go do this and I'd get that and I'd get this and I'd get that. But that's not the way truly affluent people act because that's one of the reasons why they're truly affluent. Yeah, he made a decision at the deadline last year that hope is not a strategy and a 14% chance to make the postseason was pretty crummy odds. I listened to everything he said. He seemed like a guy that was like, the way that I came in trying to do it didn't work, and I'm putting my foot down, and I got to literally find somebody to do this the right way. And right now, he's taking a backseat to David Stearns. This is the David Stearns era, and David Stearns is not going to overreact and it just sucks because it, the feeling of, like, what is the point of having the richest owner in the sport? They created a Steve Cohen tax. What is the point of having a guy that can wave a magic wand and fix things when we are in a league where there, there are owners that don't spend any money? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And That's you're good also in a, in a large market. Yep. You're also right next door to the New York Yankees. I said this already. You punched above your weight class for a little bit, and you thought that you were going to stay in that weight class. It doesn't feel right now that you're like, no, wait, wait, wait. We don't want to be heavyweights. Mm. So you think this is just a reaction? Sticking to the plan. I think they're just sticking to the plan, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, we knew injuries were going to happen. This is our rotation, and we're in spring training. We're going to see what Tyler McGill, Jose Buto, and... Joey Lucchese have. We're not going to overreact and use Steve Cohen's money. We can't use the money. We still have a high payroll. We're still paying Verlander. We're still paying Scherzer. We're still paying these other guys that we sent away, and we got to stick to the plan. I think they're still paying Cano. I think they're still paying Is Robbie Cano. Still I on think the books for huh, one more year or did it just expire? No, no, it, 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 but, but it, I think they paid him last year. Just double-check that, please. I won't make sure. I mean, I, I know they sent him away that, but, and ate that money. Yeah. But I feel that when did this cut? Just let me know, Huff. Just tell me in my ear, buddy. Thanks. Dan's in Pennsylvania. What's up, Danny? Hey, BT. Listen, you guys have the best afternoon show I have ever heard in all my years of rooting for sports. I'm a diehard Washington Commanders fan, a diehard Mets fan since I was three years old. 
going to turn 60 next week, and I'm a diehard Knicks fan. Okay. you got to have hope. Mets fans, we just need to pump the brakes a little bit and trust in Steve Cohen. I mean, look, being a Washington Commanders fan, I had Daniel Snyder as an owner, and I was praying to the gods that I would get a new ownership. Now we got a new ownership. Did the same thing with the Mets when we had the Wilpon. Now we got new ownership. We just need to settle down a little bit, let Steve Cohen do what he's going to do, let David Stearns take over the team, do what he's going to do, yep. and we're going to come out on the other end, I'm telling you. That's the plan. I, honestly, Dan. In three years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But think about this. And, and Dan, I, I, I tend to agree. It's good. I got to let you go. We get a little feedback there. But definitely thank you for the kind words. Much appreciated, man. And thank you for the call. Patience is required. If Met, and trust me, Met fans have as much patience as anybody. So let me let me take that back. More patience is required. Jeez. And you have to hope that the justification for digging down and finding more patience, which seems almost impossible given what you've been dealt for decades, that the payoff, Keith, will be sustained success and sustained relevance like Met fans have never seen. I don't know. I'm getting old, man. I keep you. I keep complaining about it. it's been 15 years. I was buying kegs and handles and partying in college when the Yankees last won the World Series. Like I don't have seasons to blow. I don't have seasons to waste. I can't do it. I miss keg stands, dude. <laughs> I, I miss mean, the we, keg parties. We had the, we had the funnels, the beer oh, yeah. bombs, whatever you yeah, wanted to yeah, call for them. Sure. Uh, we had kegs on deck. I had a good connection with the guy that owned the liquor store down the street. Mm-hmm. I had the tap. I had the keg. You knew where to go. Uh, when the <laughs> Yankees won the World Series, we were popping $5 champagne, spraying it on the ceiling. Uh-huh. I'm a grown man now. Yeah. I got a kid now. Mm. I want to win another World Series now. We're in good shape. We will. I can't wait for this season. But I feel for our counterparts, our Mets fan friends and coworkers and co-hosts, and it's like, Ah, it's going to be an interesting year. It's unfair is, is really what it is. BT and Sound on the fan. It's out of our Town Fair Tire studio. I uh, always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. I'll get back to these calls. A little Randall stuff coming up next. You know, what, think about this, though. Like, if we were in a small market, if we were in Milwaukee, that's where Stearns came from, so I think of that first. We were in Cleveland. All right. There's different concerns there. There's different aggravations and aggressiveness. Why don't we spend? Why don't we do this? All right, understood. The limitations of the market really determine what owners are willing to do. But for all the bad teams that we have in this city and have had, I know that Will Ponds get a lot of shrapnel. They spent a lot more than Met fans give them credit for. Uh, look at the payroll this year. I know Cohen's taking a step back and resetting, but he spent a ton of money. The Yankees spent a ton of money. The Knicks, up until this recent, thank God, renaissance resurgence, the Mets, the Knicks always spent money. They just didn't spend it wisely. The Jets, the Jets, what he always spends money. Think about the amount of resources that we tap into, yeah. but they never spend it wisely. Yeah, it doesn't work out. Isn't that crazy? That's why I just always go to like a higher power universe, never on connects, baseball gods, football gods. It's like, it just doesn't work. Uh, we need a, a winner. We need a championship here. We need a parade and all that. And man, when you think about this baseball season already feeling cooked for the Mets fans, it's like, uh, at least the NFL Combine's coming up this week. The yeah, NFL yeah, draft. Yeah, yeah. Who we drafted? <laughs> like, imagine being a Mets, Jets, Nets fan uh, and going through Aaron Rodgers four plays in. Ben Simmons misses three months. They fire the coach for the Brooklyn Nets. And now with the Mets, like, there are a lot of these Ets fans out here listening. Oh, yeah. I would hate sports. I would, I would, I'd get into something else. Yeah. <laughs> 
I get into you something get in else. trouble. What else is there to get into <laughs> without sports? I mean, you know, if you grow up with sports, see, that's the thing. It's like one thing. Yeah, there's a lot of people in this world who don't love sports, who don't need sports the way we do. But if you started with this sport craziness, like both you and I did and everybody here at the fan, yeah. there's no way you walk away. You just, there's only so much you, you can take, you, though. I, but you never <laughs> – yeah, yeah, but Keith, think about I agree, but you're never going to change. You're, gonna, you're always coming back for more. That's yeah, who we gotta, are. Got to pick up hockey. I'm happy I picked up hockey. Yeah, I'm a Nets Devils fan. Devils fan here. Look at I'll, Big Keith I'll with the Devils. I'll be there tonight. Let's rock the rock. Let's go, Devils. Woo! Let's Streak go. ends tonight. Let's go, Blue Shirts. Uh, they they play a little like Ric Flair on the scoreboard, right? Oh, yeah. That's the whole thing. That's we, the we, thing. Woo! When we score, yeah. Ric Flair, woo. Mm. And then uh, hopefully there's a lot of you suck being chanted tonight. Over there in Newark, I'm I'm kind of scared. I'm not going to front. I'm Rangers not. going for what nine nine in a row? <laughs> going right? for nine, nine in a row, and I've Man. been watching the Rangers more and more, and I'm like, yeah, they're too good. But hey, it's hockey. Anything can happen. The Devils need to bounce back. I'm excited for the game tonight. I know you Rangers fans are going to be in there heavy. I'll see you soon. I meant to ask you. So you played a ton of football, played collegiately, mm-hmm. right? But when did you stop playing baseball? Because because for somebody who loves baseball and knows baseball. I'll try and keep it concise. I got you, but it's I think you stopped regret. pretty early. It's a huge regret. Go so ahead. once we got to Babe Ruth League, I was like 12 or 13, mm-hmm. and uh, the conflict was I hit puberty and I got Osgood Slaughter's disease. The knees. My knees sw- like swell. I know if my mom's listening, she's like, yup, tell them. So <laughs> I hit a crossroads of like, I told you I played AAU basketball, Ocean Breakers, till I was 13. And that kind of went from, like, the the winter into the spring. Uh, I was about to play Babe Ruth League baseball, getting out of, like, you know, Ocean Township Little League, Colt Field, where you play till 12, like, sixth grade. Mm -hmm. Um, I also was running track for our middle school, and my best sport was football. I was already a quarterback in my town. I was telling you how, like, in my town, the dads in our town – they're GMs. They're already plotting and politicking. And I got to the point where I couldn't run. I was in pain. And my doctor's like, you've got to shut it down May, June, and July to be able to play football and go into training camp for my midget football team at 13. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be there more than anything else. So I gave up everything. And I just iced my knees and went to rehab. And, and I grew and then when football season came around, I was ready to play football, and I started listening to dads and listening to my mom who said, hey, you know, why be a jack-of-all-trades and a master of none? These dads are telling you you can go to college and play football if you lock in. And then from that point on, I was just a football player. I was just a quarterback for my class, my year. I, I'm like, I'm the quarterback for our grade. Mm-hmm. I ended up starting quarterback as a a sophomore in high school. That's oh, early. You stepped in early. Nice sophomore. And okay. I just good football. Out there I, I ran track in the spring. Okay. I lifted weights in the winter. I didn't play basketball. I didn't even try out for our our high school basketball team. Basketball's I just, awesome. I love. I, I missed it. I oh, was I, I was leading the uh, Red Rowdies. I was part of the student section for uh-huh. our uh, our basketball team, which was terrible. But yeah, I I just locked in and, and wanted to be a quarterback and. It worked out. We won the state championship, yeah. and I got a scholarship to go to James Madison University. But yeah, I know. my boy Zeke, shout out to my guy Eric Hinkle. He lived next door to me. I would see him and his dad go to the field, and I went with them a few times. Talk about baseball now again. Yeah, he okay. went on and pitched at West Virginia. Oh, this is the guy you were telling me about him before Starting the show. Starting pitcher he got at hurt, West Virginia. Right? His dad was like, I could have turned you into a great center fielder. And I'm like, I know it. I know it. But I never – I went with them twice, and I just didn't. I His dad went very hard with, like, 
you know, hitting ground balls oh, yeah, at no, us. You're going to want to stick your nose in front of those. It it's, wasn't it as fun as basketball practice or football practice, especially when it's cold. We were just talking about that. Yep. When it's cold and you got to go out there and play baseball and the bat hurts and, oh, and yeah. catching the ball in that mid hurts, I'm like, yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I'm going to the crib. I'm I'm going to just wait till it gets warm and we yeah, play yeah. football. See, I never had the light strength to, you know, to – to like a linebacker, that's a different strength, which yeah. I didn't have. I wasn't born with that. I had, to, I had to really work my body up. I was naturally thin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a different toughness to stick your face in front of a rocket, on, especially the dirt that I played on yeah. with broken bottles on the East River Drive for my high school. My high school <laughs> field, dude. My high school. I went to Xavier, old boys private. I mean, some of you know that, right? Our field was right off the East River Drive. And this was, uh, I'm not trying to make, this was at the height of like the AIDS epidemic and and crack. And there were needles and there were vials. Because at night, that place uh turned into a spot uh, that you didn't want to be around, but that was your field. That was our field. We had to actually pick them off with with, with broken bottles, 40s. It was a mess. So, I mean, you take them in the face. A different toughness. So if you don't want to get that ground ball, you probably checked checked out at the right time. I mean, even in my neighborhood, I grew up in Middlebrook Apartments where we had big grass fields in front of our apartments. We were always playing football. We could play five on five, seven on seven. To get a whole baseball it's group different. together yeah. is tough. Yep. And I don't know. I just was I, I was naturally good at football and I had people's dads like, You're gonna be the quarterback for my son and his son and this year and uh, it worked out. I, I, I do regret not really locking in on baseball, but I, I can't I can't have any regrets. I'm on the fan, and you're that's doing because right, I, I had doing a scholarship. Right. I went to school. I, I majored in radio and television, and it, it worked out for me. Good job, man. 877-337-6666. John in Corona, BT and Sal. What's going on, John? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. Hey, so quick, just quick thing on the Mets. Uh, you know, the Sanga news sucks, but, like, I, I'm a diehard fan going into this year. I mean, it's pretty obvious what they're doing. Um you know, they're looking – you looked at the Dodgers offseason last year. They added Syndergaard, Jason Hayward. They added J.D. Martinez off a down year. And, you know, it's, this is kind of the same thing they're doing. They're looking to reset the tax. Maybe one of these guys that they signed pops off. Some of their guys step up that they had already. Um, you know, come back and do what they're supposed to do. And, and you know, and it works out. But this well, year yep. – no, no, you go. No, no, no. Listen, I, I go enough. Go finish up, man. You, you good? Finish up, John. Finish your thought. Yeah, yeah, no. So, so, like, my my thought process with them is, you know, maybe try and get in the playoffs. Eighty, you know, eighty four wins got in last year. If you look at the Marlins, what they did all this off season, the Marlins, I don't think that are that much better than them, or if even at all, down that they lost Solaire. That's thirty five home runs off the thing. It's, yep. it's close. Yeah, it's close. It's close. You know. Yeah. So, I, and then you know. Just if someone comes to like BT and and uh, Keith, what, like, what do you think going forward? What do you think just off the bat? What their salary would be next year? Well, I think the think mo- well, John, the, I, I can't give you an exact number. I will give you an exact direction. And thank you for the call, John. Appreciate it. First thing you got to solve is Pete Alonso. Yeah, I was gonna I say mean, if they, if they pay Pete Alonso, they're still gonna have a high payroll. Yep, Lindor. They paid Nimmo center fielder money to play left field. Yeah, they did. Marte still there. Yeah. Year three for Marte of a four-year deal. They're still paying McNeil's, off catchers. McD- McNeil's got like a team-friendly deal, though. Yeah, he's fine. It provided he hits, you know, three hundred. If he's hitting two sixty-five with no power, no steals, it's not a team-friendly deal. Manaya's a two-year deal. Yep. 
Everybody Edwin else, Diaz, getting, obviously, is a four-year deal. Uh, Diaz got four. Senga got five, 575. So, mm-hmm. I believe of all the moves, of all the pitchers they brought in, starters and relievers, I believe Benai is the only one that is beyond this year, which is smart. I know Severino's one-year 13 mil. Yep. Quintana's deal is up. He was there Harrison a year Bader ago. Harrison Bader will be out. Bader's one-year 10 million. Yeah. Listen, I think the most depressing, and I saw this a lot because I'm a Knicks fan, but I was also doing the the, the stuff on the radio with the Knicks, and it was depressing pre- and post-game. I mean, they lost every night, basically. Like, there's nothing worse when you know deep down, even if you don't communicate it immediately, but you you know. Like, you know when you know, and you know when your team brings in a bunch of C-minus veterans, and, like, it's 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 exciting for a second. Like And I, I love Q. Rich. I'm not trying to, sh- to shade Quentin Richard. Great guy. But, like, that Eddie Curry, Quentin Richardson, Marbury, even though he was beyond the sea, Stevie Francis, Penny Hardaway, like, you know it's going to lead to nothing big. It's a temporary satisfaction because you think you're no longer terrible, but it gets you nowhere. So while the Met fan is depressed and maybe even a bit apathetic today, quite frankly, understand the vision. If Stearns is as good as many of us think he is, this is going to lead somewhere good. And, and I'll add this. This offseason, the prizes of this offseason were always Otani and Yamamoto. And it wasn't even always Yamamoto, but the Dodgers end up winning, getting both of those guys. This was never billed as a big offseason where, hey, you're going to go out there and spend and really improve your team. The past couple years, the, the, the class of shortstops and some of the pitchers that were available, yeah. And when you look around baseball, not too many people or not too many teams, not too many owners have spent anyway. I know. I know. Bellinger's out there. Good players. Blake Snell the out Boris there. The five are still sitting out there. Chapman. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, so. Keith, can you imagine? we got a break here. But just imagine if the Mets did get Yamamoto, and instead of Senga, this was news on Yamamoto. Stop. 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 No, no, no. I'm not, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I don't say that. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't do that. You know that. No, but I'm I guess it's a way to there. look at the bright side. Like, at least you didn't sign Yamamoto and he gets hurt. It's Kodai Senga getting hurt. And it's but a small, it yeah, it's just a, like, that's, that's your, that's your ace. I, oh, but for gosh. me, as if I'm a Mets fan, I'm like, okay, you guys went all the way to Japan to try and get this guy. You had this guy come to Steve Cohen's estate. So we know, we know the numbers. You had $325 million available for a guy that hasn't thrown a single pitch in Major League Baseball. We lose Kodai Senga and you're going to sit on your hands. Where's that money now? Like that money just disappeared. Mm, sitting in the fund, 877-337-6666. We'll get back to, uh, the Met stuff here. I got a question. We might disagree on this about Giancarlo Stanton, Julius Randle. I got to throw that out there as well. BT and Sal with Keith in for Sal up until two that it's evident tiki on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 pre- Precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown. Wow, what a catch by the rookie. Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. It'll be in the Bronx, BT and Sound on the fan. Call the number 10, 866-540-WFAN. That's 866-540-9326. That is your cue. That is your chance to win a pair of tickets to a 2024 Yankees home game and also qualify for a chance to win the grand prize trip coming up soon to Yankee Spring Training down in Tampa as you get round-trip airfare, hotel tickets to a game, and a sweet VIP dinner. Nice. Courtesy of our friends at Wendy's, the official Hamburger of the New York Yankees. 12.30 on the button, BT and Sal. Brandon's here to Sal the Cotta Show. We got Keith sitting in for Sal. Sal back tomorrow. Uh, it pains me that I'm going to have to, uh, you know, put uh, put him aside and, and, and toss him in the, in the baseball card trash, but I will do that tomorrow <laughs> to Sal. You know, we'll play for... compete. You got to be competitive. We're trying, man. Yeah. We'll play for a pair of Nike Dunks. Like the, oh, yeah, the, the you gotta old win school that. Nike dunks. You got to win because then you can flex them. Every time you wear them, it's like, oh, remember these, buddy? Yeah, <laughs> you put them up on the table or you in, the, in the pre-show meeting. All right, so when we get back to these uh, Met calls, got a little something on Stanton in a bit. I feel the need, I feel compelled to defend Julius Randle uh, a little bit here. Not over the top, but I feel like some of you are a little, little out of it with the criticism I'm, I'm already seeing. Now, let me, let me preface preface with this. Though. I understand there's a lot of angst and there's a lot of energy because we went very quickly from, I mean, are the Knicks going to mess around and maybe become a two seed and maybe, you know, do who knows what versus, all right, everybody's hurt and lost five or six straight, you know, hemorrhaging going to the All-Star break. Even guys like Hartenstein, who's been amazing going down. And of course, DiVincenzo, Bogdanovich with the camp. They're playing tonight, by the way. And the three guys are still banged up, although favorable for Mitch. So we've been all, all over the map emotionally. Knicks just, boom, we were pumped and then we were confused. And some of you have allowed the confusion to throw shade unnecessarily at Randall. If you want to talk about Randall not getting the job done thus far in the playoffs, you're statistically proven right, obviously. It's irrefutable. Uh, Randall's quote yesterday. He talked about how he's going to have to do what's right for him, uh, and he might have to elect for surgery. He's not yet sure, all right, but he's going to have to do basically what's good for his career and what's good for his body. And some people, Keith, are actually making it seem as if Randall is either either selfish or lazy or just not team first enough. Let me tell everybody what Julius Randall is. Julius Randle is a piece of steel. Julius Randle shows up and busts his ass 
every single night, 35 minutes, 38 minutes, 40 minutes, double teamed when he had scrubs around them, and he never complained. I know the dump, thumbs down thing, whatever. This guy's not perfect, but in terms of commitment, you got to check yourself if you're getting on Julius Randle. You sound ridiculous. Yeah, the guy can't win. Like, what else do you want from the guy? One, he's hurt right now. We were talking about this earlier, how Teflon he is, how he never shows pain, weakness. And when we were watching that game, I think everybody knew right away, okay, he's really hurt. And uh, you know what, man? I had a whole show last night when I talked about injuries and how we look at these guys like they're robots or superhumans. The, the guy's hurt. Mm-hmm. And he does have a career ahead of him. And he does have to make the right decision for himself and his family. And then, you know, even with, like, Anthony Rendon, people uh, earlier this this week were, you know, coming down hard on him for saying that his family and his faith come first. This guy's been hurt. And, you know, baseball is his job. And he just doesn't love it the way that you do. But I think a lot of times we dehumanize these guys. I look at Julius Randle like, what else do you want from him? Okay, I know what you want from him. You want him to have a great run through the playoffs. You want him to be a dominant force in the playoffs. Fingers crossed that he doesn't get surgery. Fingers crossed that he does come back and play and the Knicks go on a run because without Julius Randle, I don't think that's possible. Yeah, I mean, he's not perfect. I mean, very few are. Carmelo was, uh, for me, is as far from perfect as you you can be for reasons I've said in terms of not always being in shape and being a chuck or whatever. Uh, So nobody's, even Ewing wasn't perfect. Didn't have good hands, missed a lot of free throws when it mattered, never beat Jordan when it mattered. But Julius Randle, here's the best way that I'll summarize Randle. And if you're a real Nick fan, and you just get it, you'll, you'll, you'll understand what I mean. Julius Randle is a good Nick, period. There's nothing else to say. That man is a good Nick. And and there were times, Keith, right, where you mentioned uh, the Rendon stuff. But even Stanton, all right? So Stanton's changed his body. I'm okay, and I've done it. I've done it. Like, I do get frustrated, and I do. I believe it's fine when certain people communicate. I'm talking about listeners and fans. Like, when they grow dissatisfied with a player for injuries that are probably born out of not being in shape. Yeah. Okay, like, if you lift too much and you, you don't stretch and, you know, you're not limber and you keep pulling quads and, and calves and hamstrings, that's on you. You got to learn how to stretch. You got to be a pro. This was Julius Randle taking a spill where his shoulder almost got knocked out of its. So it did get knocked out of its socket. Yeah. So it just seems ridiculous. And, and you know, you talk about Stanton, and I think there's a lot more grace for Aaron Judge running into a wall or diving to make a catch yes. or taking a hit by pitch versus Stanton, where it's like a hamstring when you're running the bases or a phantom soft tissue injury. Correct. Where we're like, you're too bulky, you're too big, and man, I'm rooting for Stanton. I heard C Mac really going in on how he's rooting for him more than any Yankee ever. I don't know about that, but, like, I want to see this guy, similar to Julius Randle, right? He's a good Yankee. I want to see this guy succeed because he's taken on New York. It is a tough place to play, and these guys have gone about their business the right way. It's hard to please New York fans, but I'm I'm, I'm rooting for both of those guys this season to uh, have bounce-back years. I mean, Julius Randle was already having a bounce-back year. People didn't even give him the first 10 games. Yes, I'll like, oh, get this yes. guy out of here. Yes. And then his he, numbers were bad the first yeah, time. He, he started was falling. He I started know. really showing himself, and He's then he terrific. gets hurt. Um, I just I have respect for him. We talked about this earlier as well. He chose to come here, and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving went to Brooklyn. Where are they now? Where's Julius Randle? Oh yeah. No, Julius, he's still here. He's ours. You know, and I watch this stuff, and I'm sure you do this with the Nets and other athletes just to do our job. Like I pay attention to to what what guys say. And obviously, how they play is really what matters, but how they comport themselves as teammates. And every time I watch Julius Randle, 
post-game on MSG on the court, whether it's with Rebecca Harlow or somebody else, I'm like, man, this guy gets it. He deflects from himself. Yep. He redirects the praise toward his teammates. He's a warrior. I just appreciate it. I don't know if he's coming back. I think he will. But if you're denting his reputation right now because you because you know a possible run to the Eastern Conference Finals is compromised, hey, get over it, dude. The guy the guy could have I mean, that could have been even worse the way he fell. So I just had to get that off my chest. I did not like some of the stuff I saw about him today. Yeah. Back to basketball tonight. The Nets will take on the Raptors in Toronto. The Knicks will take on the 76ers in Philly. Who's playing the Raptors? The Brooklyn Nets. Who? The Brooklyn Nets. Who that? Who? I I know we act like they play in Arkansas, but (laughs) not far from here. Oh, the Nets? The the Kevin (laughs) Ollie-led Brooklyn Nets. And you can hear that game right here on the fan. Oh, that's right. They're on the fan. That's right. (laughs) Hey, you won a championship in UConn. Uh, Let's get James and Breezy Point. What's going on, James? How are you? Hey, BT. Hey, Keith. Big fan of the bowl to you. Uh, I'm a big Mets fan. And uh, I know you guys, there's nothing really, when you look at it, there's nothing to be optimistic about. They didn't really sign too many guys. But, Keith, you said the other day on the radio, I don't look at the Mets signings and their moves like a like a lottery ticket. It's more like a parlay, and I yeah. couldn't agree more. It might be it might be a long-shot parlay, but Severino has high potential. Everybody knows that. And a lot more pieces, Bader. I really think that people are underestimating this team. They start off the season with a solid schedule. And for people to talk about them not spending, they have the second-highest payroll in all of baseball. Who, who do they want them to sign? Do they want them to sign guys that aren't even signed by anybody else right now? No. no but you, go ahead, Keith. Take it away. Go ahead. Yeah, so I talked about the parlay because everyone's like, oh, they they got all these lottery tickets. I'm like, no, they're not lottery tickets. This is like a nine-leg parlay. And I think if uh, you know six of those legs hit, you can win something. You can hit that cash-out button and feel good about yourself. I, I just think that uh, you know in this offseason – uh, people are saying they did nothing. No, they made plenty of moves. They signed minor league deals. They signed guys to one-year deals. They made plenty of moves, but they didn't do the sexy, splashy, big headline, and they didn't land Yamamoto. But I think when you put it all together, uh, they could have a competitive team. It sucks today to hear that Kodai Sanga is going to start the season on the IL, but you got to hope that the rest of the guys pick it up, and it has like a you know sense of urgency heightened in there where they say, come on, the season's not over. Like We can't. I uh, just feel like uh, we're out of it. I, I started off this week going back to my notes. I said the Mets have it made. Maybe David Stearns is smarter than we actually think. The expectations are so low. How can they fail? Like, on the other side of town, everybody's saying, World Series, Juan Soto, Yankees have to win it. And the Mets are going to fly under the radar. Now they're definitely under the radar now. The expectations are even lower. Let's see what they can do. All is not lost. It's February 22nd. For all we know, Kodai Senga could be back in April. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I appreciate the the betting analogy, the parlay uh, with the nine legger. But I don't know if I hit six of nine on a, on a, on a parlay, and I bring it to the cashier. You know what they say? You know what you win? You win who got you? We win don't nothing. go to the cashier. We're what in, do you win? We're in the FanDuel app. We're monitoring it. We're like, all right, cash out. Uh, <laughs> if I can <laughs> cash out for a couple hundred, I'll take Just that double couple check hundred. It. Just double check it. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. BT and Sal on the fan. Brandon Tierney, Sal Akata Show. Keith McPherson has been all, in all day, and uh, we'll have a little fun. You want to react to the Randall stuff, the Mets stuff, and we'll get back to these calls coming up. When- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Swung on. There it goes! Deep left, it is high, it is far, it is gone! Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, BT and Sal back on The Fan. 1246 is the time. Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata. Sal's back tomorrow, and it, it pains me that I'll have to welcome my partner back with a loss as he will lose Game 7 of the BT and Sal Baseball Card World Series. Uh, we got a few things going on, and Keith is in for Sal today. Uh, the Randall stuff, you guys want to jump in on that. The Sanga injury. And I do want to have a little bit more of a specific Giancarlo Stanton conversation with Keith in a bit. But right now, we get back to you. Ben is in Syosset on the fan with BT and Sal. Ben. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm sorry to beat a dead horse with all the Met calls today. But I've been listening, and I had to call in because I'm still a little confused about what the Mets are doing here. Is this a one-year rebuild? I mean, a one-year retool or more of a three-year rebuild? It's a three-year. It's a two, have, No, it's yeah. a longer one. It's going to be stretched out. This is not just a one-year reset for finances. This is our minor league system stinks before Stearns got here and before they bought some prospects. We need to retool, and we need to actually build it the right way. So thank you for that and understanding that. I still see Pete Alonzo, Brandon Nimmo, uh, Lindor, Edwin Diaz, who is just one of the best closers in baseball. You have all these great players who are also happen to be uh, pretty good Mets, committed to the Mets. Are we giving up on these guys and trading all these guys away? Like, no. What are we telling them? You, well, you can't, but David Stearns has now inherited the plans of Billy Epler and Steve Cohen, and it's going to take a little while to undo it. I've been saying you know, the last three years is going to take at least three years to kind of, you know, paint this team in David Stern's image. So he's inherited some of these contracts. I guarantee you some of these con- – like, to to pay Brandon Nimmo center fielder money last year and then move him to left field, that's just the one that screams at me. Like, David Stearns wouldn't do that. He's a defensive-minded guy. He brings in Harrison Bader, and Harrison Bader is going to start for you every day. Harrison Bader should be a fourth outfielder. Like, I think what you're seeing right now is just the first year – and not it's not even the first year. You're seeing the first offseason – that this president of baseball operations has the keys to the vehicle and he's going to make some alterations. He's going to go to the chop shop. He's going to change the interior, but it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to happen over the course of three years and beyond. But I think ultimately when those three years pass, you're going to have a better car. You think Pete's driving? That's a no, thing. I, I don't I, think he, I like, I really, I, I don't think he values Pete Alonzo. And I think it's like, Hey, if, if, if if I'm going to pay you this money, if I'm going to extend you, go out there and show me. 
And it's not just with home runs. Like, we're going to be watching you every single day to see if we want to invest in you. Mm. I, I said this before. I was like, the D&D Stearns stands for destruction. He's going to destroy what you think of Steve Cohen's Mets, what you thought of what Billy Epler was doing, Buck Showalter. Like, it's already, he's already torn it down. Mm-hmm. And it's going, you have to be patient. It's going to take a little bit of time. It sucks as a fan because it's like, hey, we we had already made some of these plans. And now we're going in a different direction. Direction. It's a complete philosophy change. Uh, it, it sucks, but I think it can be better sooner rather than later. I think the way you were going, it it wasn't sustainable. It was more going to be up and down like you just saw. 101 wins, 75 wins, because that's baseball. I think Stearns is a guy that knows how to make uh, something that's going to be able to last, specifically with the homegrown, young, well, not homegrown, but the, the guys you traded for, the yep. young talent, yep. and then using the power of Steve Cohen to say, okay, we need a piece. We can go buy that piece. I totally, there. I totally agree. Yeah. Now that's that's tough for Met fans to hear, but I think I, you know it's tough to hear. But I I don't think it's tough for Met fans. Met fans are awesome. I don't think it's hard for Met fans to embrace. I know they're a little pissed off today, and it's amplified because of saying on the DH that. But but I, you needed to do this. You it had, had to. It had to happen. Yes. And, you know, I heard Evan yesterday talk about like it's not like the Mets make the postseason all the time. It's not like they ever go back-to-back years making the Never, postseason. really. But I do see a future sooner rather than later where you can be a perennial postseason contender building it the right way. So better start now, right? Aren't yeah. they building up a casino and hotels and all that other stuff? Well, by the time they have that, don't you want to have a team that's worth going to see and that is in the postseason every single year where you can go watch uh, the NLCS and then go slide to the casino and stay at the hotel for the weekend? Yeah. yeah. Think about this. Before you have the, uh, you know, the nice lounge, before you have a little amphitheater for some acts, before you have the the beautiful restaurant that's in the casino for, you know, 60 bucks a steak, whatever you're getting, you know, $200 bottle of wine, more, depending upon how much you have, you got to have an infrastructure. Yeah. You got to have... You know the you can't have a laughing stock baseball team and this ridiculous area that's built up in ten years, and it's like, oh, the team sucks, but we're just going to go over there and uh, you know mm-hmm. throw dice for the night and and uh, see somebody's comedy show. No, it all has to like fit and work together. It all has to be right. Uh, Mike is down in Port St. Lucie. That is obviously Metsville. Mike, BT and South Show with Keith. What's up, man? Yeah, how you doing? Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, sir. What's yep. up? Okay, great. Yeah, so Port St. Lucie by way of Long Island. Okay. Uh, retired NYPD. God bless Enjoying you. Life down. Yeah. Love Thank it. Thank you very much. Yeah, just to, just for a second to just uh, uh, reflect back. Now, I was so fortunate to have some uh, details where, where I was, you know, in the stadium every day watching the Mets, you know, back in 86, 87. Oh, wow. You know, it, yeah, it was great, man. I had so much signs. You know, or, or, you know, paraphernalia. Uh-huh. It was crazy. Anyway, but, you know, those were good old days, right? Yeah. As far as, as far as now, I mean, God almighty, you know, we're all, I'm a Mets fan, Jets fan like yourself. I don't understand for the life of me, we are perpetually, you know, waiting, you know. Well, there's, you know, a fan base that spends millions of dollars in all this, you know, paraphernalia, and they don't give back. They're not delivering. But, you know, as far as Steve Cohen goes, you know, everybody was like, happy days are here again. This guy's going to spend. He's going to be like uh, uh, George Steinbrenner. Yeah, not so much. So 
But with Peter Alonso, I mean, so if things goes down, you know, what's the sense of, you know, saying, yeah, Pete, you know, here's a big contract. I mean, it would be nice, but, you know, you know, as far as business goes, well, Mike, you know, I just want to make sure I get that last point because I completely disagree. What you don't do is hand Alonzo a contract today or tomorrow or next week because you're trying to, I don't want to use the word placate because Pete's a terrific player and Met fans would be pumped, but you don't do it to fill in the emotional gaps of unsatisfactory, uh, unsatisfied fans just to say, hey, well, this didn't work out, that didn't work out, this didn't work out, but here's a contract for Pete. That's not how you build no, it. I see- no, that's exact. I, that's I'm saying the exact opposite thing. Thing, I, you know, I'm saying that you know, there's no reason to give Peter contract. Oh, I got you. Okay. You know? Yeah. Not now. Yeah. Yep. You know, I, I mean, got you. Right. All right. You know, because it's just you know they just take another you know uh, leg out of the parlay, as the previous caller said. You know, I mean, you know, come on. I mean, it's just it, it's it's just too much to ask. I, I mean, it's a shame. You know, they, they, how do they fill that stadium? Well, listen, you know, Mike, here's the, Mike, here's the bottom line. And appreciate your service, FDNY, one of the great jobs in our city. Great people. Uh, tough as nails. And you know what? That's why you'll survive, because you're tough. Because no matter what happens today and no matter what happens tomorrow, the Mets could be 3-11. and 11. Uh, I'm, saying, I'm not saying that they definitely will be, but if they are and they somehow rattle off three or four straight wins, the Met fan will be ready to go. The Met fan doesn't tap out. Bottom line, that's it. Yeah, seven line is going to pull up. They're going to be deep. They're going to show up regardless of who's in the outfield, uh, who's in the bullpen. And, you know, it, this is where it is. It's just like this vision that David Stearns has, you can't see it right now. But he's not going to deviate from the vision. And uh, Pete Alonso's got to go out there and prove it, not just for David Stearns and the Mets, but for himself, for the entire league. And there's no reason to jump ahead of that. You know, I've talked about it and we've all talked about it. If Pete Alonso has a great year, that benefits the Mets. If Pete Alonso has a down year, then maybe that also benefits the Mets because they get him at a cheaper cost. Mm-hmm. And then he can bounce back next year. Mm-hmm. He wants to be here. So it's like you don't have to jump in front and extend a guy. Uh, see what he does. See how this whole thing shakes out this year. This is an evaluation year. The first year that the president of baseball operations comes in, he's evaluating everyone and everything, and then he's going to make moves and decisions at the end of the year or even at the deadline. The only thing that I would disagree with, and this to me is really important, that's why I'm so curious to watch Pete play this year. Like, to one of your points, if if he has a down season, it could benefit the Mets. The price tag goes down. Mm -hmm. Okay. But... If he hits like 212 again or 215, like last year has got to be the outlier. He's got to go back to being 250, 260. And if he doesn't, if Pete Alonso has, if Pete Alonso has two down, not that he's going to be you know, the, the Tony Gwynn, uh, Rod Carew, I get it. Uh, but that can't be the trend because if that's the if case. If he has a down year, they're going to be like, see, this, this is why we didn't extend him. Well, that's what I'm saying. But, but also, then as the price tag drops, which it probably would a little bit, I would even push back and say, I'm I'm more convinced it might not be worth it if it's and two years in a row of a I just down think they're in, a, they're in a good place. I think that if Pete Alonso balls out, then it's like, okay, we got we to gotta keep this guy. He's one of the best hitters in the league. I think the price can drop if he doesn't have a great year, and then I think they can also be proven right for ex- for not extending him if he has a down year. They're in a good spot right now. Your contract is your contract. Play under what you're going to make this year, mm-hmm. and we'll reassess at the deadline, and we'll also reassess at the end of the year. Let's see what you do. 877-337-6666. All right, we're just absolutely pounding the phones next hour. Randall stuff. I got a little something on Saquon as well. I want to talk to Keith about that. The Met stuff. BT and Sal on the fan. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.